Welcome to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. We are back with another episode of the Brothers of the Dram podcast. I am your host, AJ, with my co-host, Eric. How's it going, my brother? I'm doing good, AJ. How are you today? Living the dream, dude. It's a positive day. Living the dream. Positivity. Ex- yeah. I, I'm going to support one another. It's going to be something new pretty soon, but it's hard to say it's a bad day because once again, every day is a good day when you're drinking whiskey. That's true. Every Speaking- day is a good day. Speaking of that, I had a bottle of Triumph this past weekend, bro. Ooh, really? Polished off a bottle of Blanton's and a bottle of JD number seven. Ooh, nice. Did you put it up in the uh, social media? So after having that much whiskey, I was on the intoxicated side and no photos were taken. What? Yeah, I blew it. I blew it, bro. Blew it, dude. Yeah, I I know we like to post our cork pops and the bottle triumphs on there, but there's certain times in life when it's better just to stay off of social media, and I felt I took the correct route with that. Okay. Hey, well, you know, if you feel you made the right choice, then I support you 100%. Moving on. Let's get to why we are here today, Eric. We're here. Why are we here, AJ? Whiskey. With whiskey, we're talking about a specific kind of whiskey today. We're going to try... This new thing where we talk about a specific bottle that we are tasting and see what notes we get out of it and dive a little deeper into the actual brand itself. Correct. And today we're trying something new. We're trying actually a new whiskey that a lot of people might have never even heard about because they came out with their first barrels, if I'm not mistaken, earlier this year. Cool. And do you want to say the name of the company, Eric? Sure. It's called... Van Payne. It's it's Von Payne. Von Payne. <laughs> was that little growl? Was that the, the gargoyle? That was, that was a noise? gargoyle. That was my gargoyle sound. Save that sound bite. I'm going to save I'm going to reuse it. Sound bite over and over again. Von Payne Black is what we're drinking today, right, AJ? That is right. And as we've mentioned in earlier podcasts, the bottle and the look of it doesn't draw your attention. And I must say, this bottle with, as Eric mentioned, the gargoyle. It actually is the cork stopper is a gargoyle, and it completely caught my eye to the point where I had to get myself one. And it doubles up. The topper doubles up, right, AJ? Yes, it does. So the cork on top, you take it out, and you pull out the little red rubber piece, and then you stick the cork back in, and it doubles as a pour spout. So you can pour the whiskey straight out of the gargoyle's mouth. Nice. So it's like you're in Notre Dame but at, during the rain. Watching the gargoyles and watching the rain come out of their mouths, ex- ex- except it's whiskey. And the whiskey is a really dark color because of how it's made. This whiskey is actually infused with black currants. So it's a really dark color. I would say, would you say it's closer to the purplish reddish type end? Yeah, it's like a dark reddish. I mean, it's a not, it's, it's, the bottle's really sleek. So, um, at the bottom, it looks a little lighter, but yeah, I would say it's a little reddish. Um, really cool bottle, really cool look. Uh, love the design work, love the font they used, love the uh, gargoyle image. 
And uh, yeah, I'd say it's a little, it's very dark, a very dark bottle or a very dark uh, liquid. Based on your graphic design background, take a look at the back of the bottle. See how the arch right there? Yes, sir. How, how would you rate that? That's really cool. I don't know if that's like an image taken from an actual church or if that is Notre Dame or. It has the gargoyles on the side. Look pretty, look pretty evil. So maybe, I don't know, maybe not. But yeah, that's a really cool, the, the decal is actually the shape of uh the image so it's really really cool i like it i think it's great and it's got like this silvery almost like a shiny print to it so yeah it, like a metallic uh yeah, shiny like a silver. metallic sort of feel to it and it's it's really cool i like it you turn around you see the gargoyle you look really closely the gargoyle actually has a little butt hole <laughs> <laughs> tell me you don't see it aj Dude, I'm about to pass out from laughing. Don't, don't tell me you don't see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the the butthole you're referencing, I believe that is the aerator part. So when you pour the liquid out using the garg oil as a pour spout, air has to flow through it. And that's what yeah. that's for. And where does air flow from usually on a person or garg oil? The butthole. <laughs> you know what? Well, Only well. you would notice that I had, for the record, I had these bottles first night and, and I gave Eric his bottle and I never noticed a butthole on the gargoyle before. That's hilarious. But I'm glad it went with anatomic accuracy. So we do have that. Yeah, I was going to say when it comes to the purpose of it, and obviously, like I said, it has to use it for airflow. That way, as you pour the whiskey comes out smoothly. I am very excited to know that they put it as you said, Eric, anatomically correct. In the proper spot. In the proper spot, because that is hilarious, and it makes me love this bottle even more. Mm-hmm. Cool little gargoyle guy. Oh, I love man. it. Good stuff, I man. I'm really, I'm really excited to try it. I'm going to try this for the first time. I, wait, I, I waited so I can try this live and give my first initial impressions here on the podcast live. And you've tried it before, right, AJ? I have because I am very impatient. I cannot wait for anything. And even though I probably should have, I didn't. But then again, maybe it's a good thing I didn't because I wanted to try it with mixed drinks. Because when I spoke with the uh, marketing and creative director, Tyler, with the company, he did say he does recommend drinking this over the rocks or in a mixed drink because of the infusion with the black currants. It does have a little bit of a tartier a palette to it. Actually, I'm not going to say that because I already ruined it for you, Eric. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> great to my subconscious. Let me just say it's recommended to enjoy on the rocks or in a mixed drink, not necessarily neat. You can also have it chilled. So if you leave this bottle in your freezer, you can enjoy it neat that way. But I did personally enjoy it best on the rocks. Nice. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. So I have a I have a cup ready with a little bit of ice in there. So um, I'm going to I'm gonna dive in. Should I pour myself one? Pour it? And let me ask you this. Are you going to pour it through the gargoyle? you damn right I am. Do it. Okay. I'm going to pour now. And I'm going to tell you what I see. Whoa, it looks really cool. It looks like it's coming, like, really nicely. Like, the, the flow is really nice. It's cool. Because of the butthole. Because of the butthole, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking at it now. So now that I poured it, it's really dark. It's like a brownish, reddish. It almost looks like 
don't know. Like, how can I compare it? Like an ale beer, a little darker than like a like a red ale. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But maybe that's because of my eyes. It might be even darker. So I'm gonna twirl it a little bit just to get it a little bit cool, and then I'm gonna smell it. Okay, not too strong, but it's 90 proof. But probably because of the ice. Yeah, because once the ice starts melting into it, it's going to downproof it. But it is 45% ABV, which definitely is a good amount. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm going to take a second sip. Wow. Whoa. Okay. It's different, right? It's different. I feel like I'm like I was going to get sort of like a a southern comfort taste but then like it kicks at the end and it doesn't go the direction I thought it was going to go and it's a little bit more like let me try it again. Mm. What was the word you used AJ? Black current? No, oh, you talking about flavor? To describe it, yeah. Tart. Yeah. Yeah, a little tarty. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's it's actually I like it. I'm not gonna lie, I like it. It could be maybe the uh the black currant. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. So for the listeners who care about mash bills, the mash bill on this whiskey is 15% rye, 85% corn, and then it's infused with the natural black currant. It is not flavored and it's not um, color, not color coded, um, like fake coloration in there. They didn't do anything to change the color of it. It's all natural. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I guess black uh, black currant is very rare, right? Yeah, they actually you were not allowed to grow black currants, and for those who not know, it's a berry in the United States up until I think it was like two thousand four or something like that. Yeah, I think I read about it. I think not until 2003. 2003, okay, I was off a year. Because I guess guess it really, um, I don't know what it did with like pine growers, pine tree growers. I don't know if like it it was a shrub or something that destroyed the pine or like disturbed the pine somehow. So um, because of that, they kind of banned it. Yeah, and then when they brought it back i don't know exactly when von Payne decided to actually use it in their whiskey with the idea and i have no idea with the tartness of the berry because it is a a tart berry to for them to even think you know what let's make whiskey out of it but i'm glad they did because it's really good and also uh i'm not sure if you know this eric but is aged three years oh okay nice i guess the black currant is what really makes it I think it's the black currant that makes it different and stand out from other whiskey. Yeah. So here we go. Black currant was banned in 1911, and it was forbidden to grow in the United States until 2003 because the bush had the potential to carry a fungus um, that could affect the pine logging industry. So oh. it, was, it was a danger to you know to the the logging industry. So they're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not gonna have it. But I'm glad they brought it back. I think it's good. I, I'm curious to try it in a mixed drink. You you said you had it in a mixed drink, right? What did you do? An old-fashioned or what did you do with this? So I made a couple different mixed drinks. And to be honest, I did try the old-fashioned. And as I've mentioned in past episodes, I love the way I make old-fashions. It wasn't for me with the Von Payne. Just being completely honest, 
the flavor profile of the tartness with the sweetness, how I like my old fashions with the orange, it didn't blend well. But I did make, and I actually made one right now for the recording of this podcast, a whiskey sour. So with the ginger, I'm sorry, not whiskey sour, a, uh, what is that thing called? Whiskey mule? Thank you, a whiskey mule. I made a whiskey mule with it. And so as the Von Payne Black, it has the ginger beer and a freshly squeezed lime in there. And it is delicious. The lime juice with the tartness of the whiskey and the ginger beer blend so well together. It's probably my new favorite drink for when it's hot outside. Ooh, nice. Okay, maybe I'll have to make a make myself a, an, a, a mule. I'm going to have to get a couple more bottles. Von Payne, if you're listening, send a couple more. Need to make some mules. <laughs> Definitely making a lot of mules with this guy. Um, I believe you like making mules, if I'm not mistaken. I love making mules. That's why it's on our um on on our Instagram a couple times. Oh a video yeah, of me making my own mule. But I'm liking this, man. Even on ice, it's really good. Do you have a, an empty glass by you? Mm-mm. Was that a uh? Uh-uh? That's a no. I do not. Okay, do me a favor. If you want to try it neat, just to, for listeners to get your opinion on that, because I've tried it neat before. And I'm not the biggest fan, to be honest. I'll talk about it while you go grab a glass. I'll tell you one thing. I'll, I'll one-up you on here. I'm going to go gargle status, and I'm going to um, waterfall this into my mouth. <laughs> and tell you what I think. How about that? Do it right now. Go. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know I what? Wish, I wish you got a video of that, man. It was. It would have probably been pretty cool. Um, it's tasty, dude. I, it's um, it's not too rough. It burns a little bit at the end, a nice little burn, but it feels like it's like thick, and it kind of like like maybe a, a layer in my esophagus, it, or, or I don't know what it is, but it didn't feel strong, and it tastes good, man. I actually really like it. I'm not gonna lie. So I was not a huge fan of it neat. Reason why is because what you mentioned a little bit ago, the thickness of it, for me, it was a little more, I'm not saying it's syrupy because it's definitely not. It is definitely a smooth whiskey, but it's texture-wise a little more syrupy than regular, you know, your typical American whiskey. Mm -hmm. But on the rocks, after you downproof and water it down a little bit with the melted ice, hands down, my go-to to have this drink. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I'm not the expert, but... um... For some reason, yeah, I enjoy this one. This is a good one. It has a beautiful bottle that definitely will look great on the shelf. It has amazing flavor. I would say this whiskey, even though it's brand new and it's only been out for a year, is definitely a winner. Yeah, for sure. On many fronts, on design, on um, just the the topper alone, gargoyle, the taste is great. yeah, I think it's definitely a winner in my opinion, for sure. And so the listeners know this is not a paid sponsorship. We're not getting paid to say these things about Von Payne Whiskey. This is 100% our opinion because, as we've always preached, whiskey is about the community, and we do not want to steer anyone wrong. We will give our own honest opinion about everything. And honestly, I'm loving the whiskey, and I'm glad I picked up a couple bottles. Yeah, and in saying that, you know, it could be – it could be not everyone's, you know, type because it is it does has infused flavors. Right. So it might not be everyone's cup of tea per se. Um, 
but you know aj loves flavored drinks and i'm new to this and it's you know my palate is enjoying it so um you know i would say at least give it a try definitely give it a try and if ever anyone does want to give it a try the easiest way to find it is go onto our instagram brothers of the dram and click the link in our bio we'll have a direct link to von Payne whiskey where you could check out the company and even pick up a bottle for yourself. One thing, well, not one thing. I keep saying one thing. I think that's one of my words. Your one words thing. are one thing and moving on. And Oops. frankly, I'm tired of it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, here we go. All right, let's hear it. Move on. I believe their slogan is the pleasure of pain. And I think it just runs so smoothly because of the style of the whiskey itself they have their own eric you could probably describe this better than me they have their own like like vibe where it's like dark omnius type style yeah it's a little little maybe gothic kind gothic of that's the word yeah it's got like a gothic feel but it's kind of also like got like sort of a punk rock feel not punk rock but just you know some kind of extremity in, in terms of like like rock and roll, you know. I think more. I think more like, like death see, metal. I can see like Slash with a bottle of this. Oh, or dude, like, easy. Or like Ozzy Osbourne. Easy, definitely those guys. With like a bottle of Ozzy Osbourne is current is drinking now at this age, but back then I could see him with like a bottle of this whole, you know, maybe with a bat in his hand and a gargoyle and a bottle in another, or a, a bat in his mouth, because you know he bit. That. I was about to say, didn't he do that? Yeah. I think that's the rumor. I don't know if it's true. But yeah, it's like it's got like this rock and roll goth sort of uh feel to it. Like it makes me just wanna go to like have this at like at a rock concert. It's cool. Yeah, what I'll do, um I did already post a reel on our Instagram a couple of weeks ago of me pouring with the bottle. But what I'm gonna do on Monday when this episode actually goes live, I'm gonna post a couple of pictures of the bottle. Listeners out there can see exactly what we're talking about and maybe i'll even include a picture of the butthole gotta get the butthole <laughs> you gotta get the butthole shot for sure for so sure. eric you know some things about von Payne and how the company came to be right yeah i did a little research on their founder um i guess his uh his name is uh, steve allen the way von Payne was formulated was um i mean he was inspired by his uh, twin daughters actually and their friends mm. so yeah i guess they went um boating and they went on like i don't know where they went on a boat somewhere and he was the designated boat driver um because you know he wanted to keep them safe and everything and um you know an emphasis is that they were of legal drinking age so he was the the dd and so he let his kids and their friends get on the bow and have a good time. And so he watched as like these kids or not kids, but as these responsible of legal drinking age adults um, start drinking and they were pouring vodka, they're drinking vodka straight. And then he would see like these expressions of on their face of like wincing and basically just not really like enjoying it, you know, just drinking it for the sake of, quote, getting their party on. So he thought to himself, like, why, like, why, why don't these young people have like their own brand of liquor or whiskey or whatever to call their own? Like, why do they have to wince? Why does it have to sort of be like a task, you know, to get their drink on? 
So he thought, you know, I'm going to try to make something that will um, be relatable to a younger, you know, demographics and older, um, but also like they could identify with it. So it's like more edgy and, uh, you know, adventurous. So that's why he started this this um, this whiskey, this Von Payne, um, in order to create something that wouldn't be so, I guess, nasty to drink. So he wanted to create something where you could drink it straight, you could drink it on the rocks, and you know you could make drinks with it. So whatever choice you want, um, he wanted to make something that you could do for either or. You know, you know how there's some whiskey where it's like, okay, I'm not gonna drink this straight, but I'll put it in a drink, or you know, yeah, you know. So he he his goal was to make something that would um, be drinkable in any way. So. that was his goal. And because of that, that's where he, he came up with Von Payne and the brand. And so he was able to develop to develop that and kind of bring in like all his like subcultures that he had from growing up, which was like, I think he mentioned like he was a nerd in high school. He was a bouncer, like after hours at a club. Um, and then he got into extreme like extreme sports and tattoos later in life. So you kind of like just by saying that you can kind of tell. Uh, it reflects onto his brand and his bottle. So it's like his own personal statement um, that he made with this brand. And um, I think he did a good job. I think he captured it pretty well. And and that's what he did. So he um, he created this and it's something, it's different. Uh, he wanted something to taste different. So he visited like a bunch of uh, distilleries and tasted everything he could find. And then finally, he found something that was, you know, that worked. So slightly tardy, like you said, mm-hmm. but also slightly sweet. So like when I drink it, when I sipped on this, I started, you know, the sweetness. And I was like, oh, so, you know, Southern Comfort, SoCo, for sure. It's coming down. And then it quickly changed into like tardy. So mm-hmm. like the, end, the, the, the last end of that sip or that gold completely threw me off guard and became tardy. But it was an enjoyable tardiness. So, um, yeah, that's basically his story. He um, he decided to do that, and um, now we're here. Now he's got his own brand. He's got this cool gargoyle on it, and and you know I'm sure his kids love it. You know he probably used them as guinea pigs and had them try it for a long time until he got it right, and and here we are. So I think uh, I think he's done well for himself. Definitely. And that's a good story behind it, because I do remember back in the day when I was a kid and, you know, you're just drinking to, I guess you could say, get drunk, obviously 21 up. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but Smirnoff, that vodka is definitely not something that I have in my bar at home. And that's what you would have Smirnoff and Smirnoff ice. Yeah. And then just further on, like to add to that. Uh, I want to read something that he said. He said, I, I wanted something to to free the inner spirit, something to hit at the darker side we sometimes hide from others, something dark, sexy, and beautiful. The first thing that entered my mind of image, were images of gargoyles with large wings. So that's why he decided to use gargoyles, because he wanted to find this imagery that would, you know, free your inner darkness, your inner, you know, your inner spirit. And... Um, the first thing he thought of was the gargoyle. So, you know, gargoyles are this like striking presence that are like unafraid of the world. They stand on like cathedrals and kind of stand guard and puke water when it rains. So it's like this like mystic being. So uh, that was his way of sort of freeing, you know, his and everybody else's inner spirit. So great 
story behind the gargoyle as well. Good story behind the gargoyle, how the whiskey came to be. And it seems like it was done because of a dad who wanted something better for his kids. Right. Which is awesome. You know, you can't you can't argue with that. That's like a great reason mm-hmm. to start something. And uh, and here we are. He did it. I'm going to read something to you real quick regarding Von Payne Black as well. It says right here, Von Payne is a balance of tradition and innovation. It is a drink for those who want to express themselves, bring unique people together, and explore the possibilities of the nights. Not like the others, Von Payne breaks down the rules that doesn't subscribe to your definition of normal. We say to the world, bring the pain. And I love their, in quotes, bring the pain. Bring the pain. The pleasure of pain is their slogan. The pleasure of pain. I believe it says that on the bottle, doesn't it? Oh, it says on the back, back very top. Oh, yeah, the pleasure of pain. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. So this A seductive was... blend for those that seek to expand the possibilities of night. <laughs> Perfect for Halloween time. Oh, dude. Perfect for Halloween time. Perfect. That's great. Oh, man. That's definitely the good Halloween one. drink. The Halloween drink. We should make up a drink for Halloween using this whiskey. Right? Be cool. Come up with one. The pumpkin pie haircutted freak drink. Do you want pumpkin flavor pie type style in a drink of whiskey? No, but that was a dumb and dumber quote. Oh, you and your movie quotes again. He's like, give me that beer, you pumpkin pie haircutted freak. You know, for those who are not too familiar with black currants, let me see this real quick. I'm going to read this to you guys. Actually, maybe you read this already, Eric. It says, um, haven't heard of black currant. You are not alone. Forbidden to grow in the United States until 2003. Many haven't heard of or even tasted the tart berry. So it is a berry. Being a dense superfruit, high in antioxidants and vitamin C. Black currant is now emerging into the U.S. market. Von Payne Black harnesses this robust berry to give our whiskey its defining taste and amazing color. Yeah, I've, I've never had a black currant before, but it's supposed to taste... Uh, I guess almost like a ripe blackberry that's still tart. So um, if anyone likes blackberries or enjoys them when they're ripe, it kind of has that kind of taste. So it's kind of cool. I I didn't realize that um, there was a berry out there that was one banned, and banned. two like a I didn't know this was an additional berry that's out there. Like I had no idea about this until I discovered this brand. So not only is it educating, it's getting me drunk. <laughs> I wonder, do you by chance know what areas they grow the black currant? I don't. I have no idea. It probably is in very, like, very few, like, minimal locations just because it was banned recently or it, it, the ban was lifted recently. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're talking almost 100 years, 1911 to 2003. Yeah. So, shit, that's a long time. I don't know where they are um currently but um i'm assuming it's not in a lot of places i don't even know what kind of like environment it needs to grow but yeah who knows that's a good question you know we should uh collaborate with knott's berry farm and make a whiskey infused with boysenberry (laughs) (laughs) that would be kind of cool well i'll tell you what brother we talked about this whiskey we tried it we like it how many jams are you giving it one through five dude honestly i'm gonna give it a I'm going to give it a solid 4.5. 
Damn, that's a good score. I mean, I like it, dude. I mean, I, again, I'm the rookie. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But <laughs> I do know what I like, I, I, you know. Um, and I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it on the rocks. I actually enjoyed it drinking it, you know, water gargle, gargoyle waterfalling it. I enjoyed it as well. And I'm actually excited to try it in a mixed stream. So um, I'm definitely going to be ordering a couple more bottles, to be honest. Is definitely good. I am going to give it. I'm including the look of the bottle. I'm including the gargoyle on top and everything. And I'm gonna give it a solid four drams. I do think nice. it is delicious, but you know it's not gonna hit the hardcore whiskey connoisseur properly because they're gonna be looking for completely different notes. I'm gonna say if you're gonna be open minded and especially if you're considering using it in a mixed drink, this is a solid four drams. Highly recommend. And I'm going to be keeping this on my shelf. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And I was, you know, to be honest, I was reluctant at first because of the look. I thought it might have been a little too gothic for me or not really my style, a little, a little, a little dark. Um, and I didn't know what I was getting into. And I was just like, what is this natural infused, natural black current? And I didn't know what that was until I looked it up uh, recently. But um, I was pleasantly surprised. It is delicious. And once again, for our listeners, if you want to check out the company or purchase a bottle, there is a link in our Instagram account. Give us a follow if you're not already. Brothers of the Dram. Link in bio. Um, just so you guys know the price, each bottle is $60, but they do have cheaper shipping when you buy multiple bottles. So check out the website. They have packages from one to six bottles, depending how many you want. Nice. All right, my brother. So I believe that concludes today's episode of the Brothers of the Dram podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you, brothers and sisters and gargoyles, for listening. <laughs> uh, we'll see you on the next one. And cheers, everyone. Cheers. You've been listening to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brothers of the Dram. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. On behalf of the crew, thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.